Alright, thank you very much for that. Let's all stand, please. Let's all stand. And let's open our Bibles and let's go to um, Mark chapter 1 or Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. Okay, Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. <clears throat> Let us read this responsibly. I will read verse number 1. You respond verse number 2. Okay, Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. I'll start reading from verse number 1. And <clears throat> they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. Who <laughs> had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus far off, he ran and him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God, that thou torment me not. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Now there was there nigh into the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about two thousand and were choked in the sea. And they and they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had a legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. Howbeit, Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. Together, verse number 20, And he departed and began to publish in the Decapolis how great things Jesus hath done for him. And all men did marvel. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, once again. Uh, for this moment, Lord, that we can come before your presence and bless, Lord, our service this morning. 
And I pray, O oh God, that you'll just speak to the hearts of your people. Help me, Lord, as I deliver your word. Um, cover me with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Allow me, Lord, to speak only those words that you want me to speak. And let your people, Lord, uh, comprehend and let your people uh, be guided by the Holy Spirit of God to understand your words this morning. And Lord, help your people to understand. And help me also, Lord, to speak these words. And bless our um, gathering this morning. And I pray that your name will be magnified in our midst. And bless, Lord, um, your people once again. Bless all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Uh, this is a very, um, you know, um, familiar text to us. And many people and many of us have already um, read about this story of um, the demon possessed in gatherings. So this person is living, you know, uh, this is the Mount Hermon and we have this Jordan River and there is this uh, um, big pool of water there. Uh, it's called the, the um, Lake of uh, um, the Galilee, the Sea of Galilee. And right here at the, at the southern, uh, southwestern or southeastern part is the place Gadara. And that is where the Lord Jesus Christ landed there in that part of the of the uh, sea and uh, of the lake and then they walk into the mountain there in Gada, Gadara and that is where this person you know uh, lives this demon possessed person so again um, you will see the Lord Jesus Christ had uh, in the Bible in the in the um, um, the Gospels that we have the book of Matthew the book of Mark Luke and John. These four um, writers of the Gospels, um, they, they, they record the, the power of the Lord Jesus Christ in healing and performing miracles. And uh, all of these are written in the Word of God. And not, not all, but there are so many um, you know, uh, works of Jesus Christ that have been recorded, as the book of John said. But the Lord Jesus Christ has power. He's a uh, he is God. He is a deity. He, uh, the Lord is. Um, he has power over the nature. He has. He has power over um, death even. And the Lord performed all these miracles, and He demonstrated um, His power in almost in every situation in life. The Lord Jesus Christ demonstrated His deity, and He healed the sick. He healed the people with diseases and the. the um, the person that had uh, leprosy, those sickness that uh, the, the physicians and the doctors in those times could not heal, the Lord Jesus Christ healed them. And again, in this text this morning, we will find that the Lord Jesus Christ even has power um, over the demons. Yep. The demons has no match yep. to the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yep. Again, this is a terrible story of a man. It's a it's a sad, sad thing that there's any person that will experience this kind of experience in life. Uh, we, we can just imagine how difficult it is to, to live a life like this, being tormented by the devil. He could not sleep in homes. He could not sleep in the in the proper bed. He could not because the, the demons inside him is not just one, it's not just two, but legions legions of demons there are thousands of them there thousands of demons inside one body that is why no marvel that this person cannot be tamed 
There's no amount of chain that can that can stop this person. No one. No one can stop this person because inside the person are the powerful spiritual demons. And and again, um, um, he could not live a normal life because that demon will just oppress him. The demons will just, you know, uh, made him do things that even against his will, he could not control it. So what he did and the demons did is, you know, uh, he lives in the tombs. He goes to the cemeteries and, and, and he, he, he sleeps there in the, in the cemeteries. He sleeps there in the, in, the, in the tombs. And again, in the mountains, in the rocks. And I, I do not know if he's eating, but I'll tell you, this man was very strong um, of, of because of the demons uh, that are uh, living in his, in his body. But this is a very terrible, terrible story. A very sad story because this happens to a person being oppressed, being possessed by the demons. But again, uh, on the other side of this story, we can see the account that Mark, the, the Mark, the writer here, uh, given to us about the incident and the, what Jesus Christ did to this person, and that what makes this story wonderful. Because despite of the terrible situation. There is a wonderful working of Christ that was manifested in the life of this person. And again, um, we see here how the Lord spoke and how the Lord, you know, uh, showed to people about his power, about his deity, and how the people reacted towards the Lord. It is sad reaction, but instead that people will, will, will be glad People will be happy. People will be uh, will rejoice because a savior has come. They are supposed to welcome him and and keep him there. But instead of keeping him there, instead of welcoming him there, they shoo him away. They want him go. They don't want to have Jesus in their lives. They don't want to have Jesus in their in their coast. They don't want to have Jesus in their community and again that is a picture of our time today this country new zealand um, needs christ yeah. but yeah. the people don't the society pushed jesus christ away yeah. Yeah. they don't want again um, we want to have we, we want we know the truth and we love the lord and we love the souls of men and we know that the solution to this problem is the gospel yeah. and we know it from deep within our heart yeah. and we start to give out tracts to them we start to um, um, begin the ministry to make them um, know christ and um, make them you know serve christ they don't want it they push it away the same thing is true with these people in gadara the people the gadarenes uh, uh, the gadarenes were visited by the lord jesus christ but in, in response to the great things that Christ has done, in response, they shoo him away. They want him to go. What, what a terrible thing that happened there. But I, I will tell you what a blessing it is to this man that was saved by the Lord. It's a great story here and it's a great blessing to see that despite of the impossibility of the situation of the man, the Lord came along and you know, uh, save him, Amen. and even in with his great power, Amen. because uh, the Lord Jesus Christ can do 
the most impossible thing. Yeah. My friend, if you have situation in your life and, and you have situation in your life that you it seems in your eyes, in your mind, that is impossible, I will tell you, we have the Lord on our on our side that He can do the most you know the impossible things in this world. Yeah. Just put your trust in the Lord. Just put your faith in God because your faith will will activate the power of God. The Lord is powerful and He's always powerful. But again, the Lord will not do things if you do not put your faith in Him. Once you put your faith in Him, the Lord will just unlock all those blessings in your life. And He, he, he did this to so many uh, of His disciples and He showed this to so many of His people. But here, first of all, I want you to see in this story, we will see something that is so mar mar marvelous, a blessing of you know, the Lord Jesus Christ coming to rescue, to help this man that no man cares. This is the person that no one cares. In fact, it is, it is uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the people in Gadara would love him to die, maybe. The people in Gadara would not benefit anything of this man because this man is a a person that, that, that will just harm the people. They would, they would like this man to be killed or they, they would like this man to die. In other words, this man is not going to be beneficial in the society. And they don't care about this man. They don't care about his welfare. They don't care about you know, his, his health. He, they don't care about his food. They don't care about his well-being. They don't care about this man. And in fact, they would be happy if this man will die. But not with the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Not with the Lord Jesus. And we see first and foremost the desperation of this man. We see here in verse number 1 to 5. In verses 1 to 5, And they came unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him. And the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. He, he did not intend to hurt himself. It's the, it's the evil spirit inside him. The evil spirit inside him wanted him, you know, to just destroy his body. And he could not control it. In other words, my friend, this man needed help. This man needed, you know, the impossible help that he could, he could get from the Lord. And you see here, this man, um, as, as he lives in gatherings and, and he stayed there for a while, maybe. And then after he was possessed by the devil, then he moved out of the place. He moved out of the society. And he went into the mountain and, and lived there in the mountains. And he resided there and he resided among the tombs. 
And again, people tried to help him perhaps. That's why they tried to bind him so that maybe they can put him in, in, in one cell or in one uh, a room and, and just give him food there. Uh, but they could not put him in, in, in any um, cell like that. They could not put him in a, in a place to help him. Perhaps there are people there. Perhaps the families wanted to help him. But, uh, but the situation is just too impossible that they lose their hope, that there's no hope in this man. This man is just, a, you know, will, will, just, will just wreak havoc in the society. So they, they, they are, you know, the situation of the man was so disparate. It's so disparate. And this person is uncontrollable. He was a public danger. And we couldn't allow uh, people to be around him. Uh, how much more? The children. So it's just so impossible. And this person is doing self-harm. And uh, again, and in other, in other writer, the book of Luke tells us in Luke 8, verse number 27, uh, 27, Luke 8, verse number 27, it tells us that this person also was naked. He was naked. He has no clothes at all. And you see, um, uh, he said, and when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city of a certain man which had devils long time and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house but in the tomb. He's been there in that situation for a long time. It is not a, a really, you know, a good situation of the man. My friend, that is what the devil, that is the condition of a person that is possessed by the devil. And that is what the devil can do to any person that the devil can possess. Yeah. Any person. There are people that you can really hear them. You can really hear them that, <laughs> oh, I, I sold my soul to, to, to the devil. They say that. I will tell you, they say that because they have no idea. They have no idea how cruel the devil is. They have no idea how how you know um how 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 cruel the devil and how uh, the devil hated him. People think that you know if you if you befriend the devil that the devil will be your friend and uh, he will not harm you. No, the devil knows no boundaries with his yep. anger and fears. Yeah, right. Yeah. People think that if you will just be faithful to the devil. You know, in his kingdom, you will be his right hand now. Yeah. He will torment people. That's right. After he will deceive you, he will mock you, and once you are down, he, want, he wants you out. And yeah. once you are out, you know, you are thrown in a lake of fire, he will blame you. Yeah. The devil will blame you. Yeah. He will do everything he could do to deceive you. And once you are deceived, he will do everything also to, to, you know, to harm you and to destroy you. And once you are destroyed, that is the time that he will blame you. Yeah. He's very cruel. Yeah. I tell you that the Lord knows these characteristics of the devil. And the Lord has a heart for every person that, that, you know, that surrender their soul to the devil. And you see, um, this man here, the people that know him, don't like him. No one likes him. No one wants to be around him. He, he, he lives, uh, he, he resided among the tombs. And, and again, his normal life, is in the tombs. Everything he does is 
you know, anchored in the grave. Everything he does, everything he does, all his activities are associated with death. It's just that that devil, the demons inside him is so powerful that, you know, his body is still is sustaining. But the condition of a man is so awful. It's so awful being tormented by the devil. And again, any person whose life is, is possessed by the devil uh, is always having this torment. And it is a terrible torment. And it's a very sad, very sad um, situation really of a man. Because the devil is, um, he has power, but the problem with his power, he hates against God. And he uses his power against God, but he could not use his power against God at all. But he uses his power, you know, to afflict God, to cause God pain, and he attacks us. He wants us to be destroyed because God, the devil knows that God loves us. And that is why in that way, he can, he can take his revenge on God by, by you know, uh, trying to destroy us. And that is what the Bible says in John chapter 10, verse number 10. John chapter 10, verse number 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy that is his desire and that is his plan yep. and that is what he wants to do yep. he wants to kill and to destroy he, he wants to do that harm to us yep. and again praise the lord we have the lord jesus christ Amen. on our side Amen. but i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly again while this man um, resided among the tombs and he experienced there the, 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 the cruelty of the devil in his life. But I will tell you also, there are some people who are not in this situation at all, living in their homes, living in their houses, but they are also like tormented by the devil in some way. A lot of people I heard, and there are people that, that call me and and ask for prayer and um, I, I prayed for them really deep within my heart I prayed for them because I pity the situation of um, there's a mother that um, that love her children and she's willing to give her life for her children and and raising their children uh, the boys and girls and um, again the children left her and and that and the, the boys left her and now some of them are in not good company with friends that use drugs and he she was just heartbroken yeah. and again she's not maybe tormented by the devil but she's tormented to look upon her children the pain that she she looks upon her children not not uh, doing well um, with their lives and the girls you know um, um, getting getting pregnant to again will not tell her who's the father and she is so sad because she is not raising her children to be like that. She's raising her children in a Christian home, in a Christian values, and 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 again with a with a with a um, with a um, uh, breakage of her relationship with her husband. The children are splintered. 
the, the children will go to the hus to her husband, or some sometimes will 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 stay with her, and sometimes will go to the sister somewhere. There's no guidance of the parents of the home, and the children will just do what's right in their own eyes. But children are children. When they get an, a friends around them that are doing drugs, then for sure it's very much uh, you know difficult for them to to refuse. Um, to that kind of you know youthful sins, but my friend, um, as I as I listen to her story, it seems like she is forgotten by God, and she said that that the Lord has forgotten me. She has pain looking after you know looking the at the situation of her children. Then the, the other the other child is in the brink of uh, separation also, and the other girl is impregnated. And again, how, how long will this stop? And what can I do as, as a pastor? I, just, I can only say, I, sister, I really feel that. I really, I really prayed for you. And, and as much as if only I have the power, I will, I will you know, do something. But I know the Lord will help you. God knows how to help you. And again, that is so sad. That is what the devil, even Christian homes, can be so miserable in their lives. It's so miserable. She is so miserable. She is a Christian. She loves the Lord. She loves the Word of God. But she is so miserable. All, all I can do is, sister, do not lose your hope. Do not lose your hope. And every time I say that, yeah, the, she, she said, Pastor, how, what can I do? I said, I do not know, but I think the Lord has a plan for this. Just be faithful, remain faithful. Amen. Just remain faithful. Amen. You see, the, this person, this person in gatherings is really visible how he was tormented by the devil. But there are so many people in our surrounding that are not, you know, visible enough to have been afflicted by the devils also. To have been oppressed by the devil. I will tell you, my friend, do not give space that you know of the devil. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. shun the devil. Yeah. You know, uh, um, um, claim the power of the Lord in your life. And ask the Lord, Lord, protect me. Protect my family. Protect my spouse. Protect my husband. Protect my wife. Protect my children against this power of the enemy. Yeah. And the more you will be faithful to the Lord, the more you will be faithful to God because... Uh, only the Lord can help us in this situation. This person, the society has given up. The family has given up. The government has given up. Everyone, the friends of this person has given up. No man stands for him. No one wants to uh, reach out to him, to reconcile him to the society. There's no one, you know, will take care of him. Everyone around him has given up. My friend, but praise the Lord, we have the Lord Jesus Christ who will never give up. Amen. The Lord never gave up on him. Amen. He is already, you know, uh, this person is useless. Useless as a friend. Useless as a father. Useless as a brother. Useless as a son. Useless in the society. Useless in the government. Useless in the land, useless in everything, but the Lord found in him. Amen. The Lord still, you know, help him. 
You see, this man really is, you know, a very difficult situation in the man. He was, he was really um, um, living a life that is so difficult. And yet the Lord cast his eyes upon this man. The Lord helped this man. He, he allowed, you know, this man to, uh, to have a chance. He has given this man a chance. My friend, we are Christians today because of the, the goodness of God. Amen. We are saved today because God is so good to us. You and I are saved today by the Lord Jesus Christ. He conquered that cross to give us that crown. So that you and I will enjoy our Christian life. And because of the Lord Jesus, we become not residents in the tombs or whatever, but we become residents of heaven. Amen. He has given us residency of heaven. Amen. Our citizenship is in heaven. Yep. We are now a new creation yep. of Christ. Uh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Yeah. And again, um, this is the man that the Lord saw. A pitiful condition. Despised of the society. Despised of his family. Despised of his friends and neighbors. Despised of all his relatives. But the man was, was there waiting for miracles from heaven. And the Lord saw the man. <coughs> but what can the Lord do? Uh, to, uh, is there anything the Lord can do uh, for this situation of the man? It is impossible. My friend, our God is a master of Amen. impossibilities. Yeah. <laughs> He's a master of impossibilities. In Matthew chapter 19, verse number 26. Matthew chapter 19, verse number 26. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Yeah. In Luke chapter 18, verse number 27, And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Yeah. You see, God can save a person even whose life is so rich, even whose life is so miserable and lost because that's what is Jesus Christ is coming for. He, the Lord Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 19, verse number 10, um, the, the Lord Jesus for, said, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. That is the reason why Jesus Christ came. Yeah. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse number 6, Isaiah 55, verse number 6, the Bible says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon him. Just come to the Lord. Just give your, give your heart to the Lord. Because God, no matter how big your sin is, because there is no sin that God cannot forgive you from. 
There is no sin that God cannot help you and release you from. He can release you from your bondage. He can release you from, from your sins. And He can yeah. cleanse you from all your unrighteousness. Only all you need to do is come to the Lord. Come for forgiveness. Ask Him. Again, uh, He is inviting us to come in Isaiah chapter 1 verse number 18. Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will uh, say to the Lord, um, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. My friend, that is the desperation of the man. No matter how difficult his situation may be, no matter how impossible the situation may be, still the Lord has solutions to that problem. He has solution to that problem. We see the desperation of the man. And also, again, the, the, the next point we can find here, despite of the desperation of the man, we can see still the power of Christ. The power of the Lord. Mark chapter 5, verse number 6. Mark chapter 5, verse number 6, the Bible says, But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Again, you will find in this story uh, um, that again we have seen how, how the power of the devil here. The devil, there's no one can, can match the power of the devil. No person in Gadara, no government can stain, no, no power that in this world that can tame this, uh, the power of the devil. And you see how first he is. But despite that the, the devil is so powerful, but make no mistake, our God is far more powerful hey, than him. Yeah, because yeah. you see how he submitted, how, how he was so scared by the presence of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. The demons, the, the legion, the multiple, you know, there are so many um, demonic um, powers inside this man but all of them all of them were so scared yeah. of the Lord Jesus Christ yeah. now therefore we see the superiority of the Lord yeah. the Lord is far superior in power than the devil we can find that in verse number 6 and verse number 7 <laughs> chapter 5 of the book of Mark Verse number 6 and verse number 7. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. You see, they begged the Lord Jesus. The demons begged the Lord Jesus and so that they will not be tormented. They are afraid that they will be tortured by the Lord Jesus. And they are asking the Lord Jesus. But again, you see, um, it was not this man that's speaking, as we know it. The man was not the one really, you know, wanting to, um, to, to communicate with the Lord Jesus. It's the spirit inside that man. The man was just being in bondage that he could not do. He had no power over his faculties. 
He has no power over his mind. He has no power over his hand. He has no power over his feet. He has no power over his body. He has no power over his mouth. This person is fully possessed by the devil and the, and the devil will just do to this man whatever the devil bids them, but bids him to do. And because of the power of the devil, but I am really amazed to see the superiority of the Lord Jesus in his power over the devil. Amen. Satan is, you know, um, trumping mankind for so many years and he can maneuver his, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, his fight against us and he wins all the time. The, 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 the devil always um, wins all the time. Satan has been very successful in his, uh, in his um, attack on mankind and mankind has fallen uh, beginning from Adam and Eve. He tried to attack mankind and he could not approach Adam because Adam was, you know, um, can understand um, the, 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 the situation there. But Eve was so naive in the situation that she could not understand. She could not understand and she fell into the trap of Satan. When she engaged in that conversation, when she engaged in that reasoning, um, Eve was just fell flat and Satan has, her, has his way. And then because Eve was taken, now uh, what connects Eve and um, Adam is, you know, the relationship that they have. And so Adam gave in. Now, this time, not by uh, deception, because Eve fell into sin by deception. But this time, Adam fell into sin by volition. Yep. Because he knows it's sin. Yep. Eve, Eve was, had no idea what's going to happen next. But Adam knew what's going to happen next. Yep. That is why the sin fell upon Adam. The Bible says in Romans 5.12, Romans 5.12, as for by one woman, now it's not one woman, it's man. He said, wherefore as by one man, that's Adam, not Eve, but Adam. It was supposed to be Eve, but Eve sinned against God by deception. He was deceived because if she knew everything, she would not entertain that devil. She would not. But she was just trick. She was just deceived. But Adam was not deceived. Adam was so clear as light as day that he did that wrong thing and that wrong thing is a sin against God. And he did it and he's aware of it. That is why there is no sin that is accidental. Yep. All sins are volitional. That means you do it on purpose. You know it is sin, you still do it. Because that is why when we sin against God, we do not, we do not ask God forgiveness for our shortcomings. There is no shortcomings in sin. Because sin is volition. Yeah. I cannot reach that uh, ceiling. And that is my shortcoming. <laughs> because I'm short. <laughs> that is shortcoming. And it's not a sin if I cannot reach that. But sin is you do it on purpose. It's not shortcoming. When we ask God for forgiveness, it's not by shortcoming. We ask God for forgiveness because of our 
blatant. Yep. You know, hard-faced sin. Yep. We do it on purpose. So God will look at that with our repentance and then God will forgive us our sins. Amen. But you see, my friend, the Lord, how the Lord works here. Although Satan has power, he can maneuver things. Satan blinded the minds of the people and he can do it. He can blind, he can, he can, he can um, blind the, um, the, the minds of the believers. He can also blind the minds of the unbelievers even more. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believed not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. My friend, the society that we are living in today is deceived by the devil. And the devil has power to deceive them, and they are deceived. And the devil is so successful in doing so. And because the society is deceived, the people, the people don't want to know Christ. The people do not want to come to Christ. But again, make no mistake, the devil knows the power of Christ. The devil yep. knows who Christ is. Yep. All the hosts of darkness recognize the power of the Lord Jesus. Yep. Not just that they acknowledge the presence on the existence of God, this devil, they trembled upon God. Yep. They trembled. Yep. In Mark chapter 1, verse number 23. Mark chapter 1, verse 23. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone, what have I to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who thou art. Thou art uh, the, the, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. Again, we see in this story, the devil knows the power, the power of Christ. Right. The devil knows God. In Mark chapter 5, verse number 6. Again, we see here the man ran um, from, afar off, uh, from afar off. He ran unto the Lord Jesus and he worshipped the Lord Jesus. And he cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? And again, um, uh, he asked God, the, the, the Spirit asked God not to be tormented by the Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 verse 33. Luke chapter 4 verse 33 and is in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice saying let us alone what have we to do with thee thou Jesus of Nazareth art thou come to destroy us I know thee thou art who thou art the Holy One of God and Jesus rebuked him saying hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, um, he came out of him and hurt him not. Verse 36. And, and they were all amazed and, and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they come out. Amen. The people were marveled. 
What power is this? What the word is this? Again, we see the superiority of the Lord Jesus Christ. And another thing that we can find here is the authority of the Lord Jesus. The authority of the Lord Jesus. Go to Mark chapter 5, verse number 9 to verse number 14. In Mark chapter 5, verse number 9 to verse number 14, especially verse number 13. Verse number 13, And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirit went out and, uh, and, and entered into the swine. And the herd uh, ran violently down a steep place into the sea, and there were about 2,000, and were choked in the sea. You see, the Bible says, And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. In other words, this devils really is just in the word of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Just by the word of the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ, all of this will be flattened. Yeah. All the powers of darkness, all the powers of hell, all the powers of yeah. Satan will fall flat yeah, by right. the word of Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. That is why you are so blessed today Amen. that you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Because he can help you, whatever problems you may have, whatever situations you are facing. My friend, we have a God that can work even in the you know, uh, impossible things. Right. The demon-possessed man was an impossible case. It was an impossible case, but with men, this is impossible. But the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. And the Lord our God, who, who is the one who is served today, is calling upon us. He's calling upon us. And he said unto us in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And he said, um, uh, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You see, the desperation of the man, but the power of Christ being revealed, and we see the healing Christ um, here. He brought this marvelous healing to this person. And the Lord blessed this person. The Lord uh, used this person also for the salvation of many others, as you can see in verse number uh, Mark chapter 5, verse number 14. Mark chapter 5, verse number 14. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the, in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it, was, what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and, and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And you see here the miracle. The miracle of the transforming power of God upon this person. And again, um, you can see a picture of this man before and after. You see the difference between the, you know, the, the person a while ago and the person now in Christ. Before, he was possessed by the demons. After that, God, by the Lord Jesus Christ, liberated him. He was given freedom by the, you know, demon position. So he was demon possessed. Now the demons had gone out. Before he was living in the tombs. Now he is at the feet of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Before he, he was, uh, he was, uh, he, he was tried with chain, um, um, hand and foot. 
But I will tell you now, this man is sitting. He is now sitting, listening to the Lord Jesus. Before no man could tame him, now he is in his right mind. Before he was crying, now he is now begging the Lord to, research, to serve him. He begged the Lord, Lord, I want to serve you. I want to go with you. Before he was crying, who art thou? Or, or, or what have I to do with thee? But now he is begging the Lord. Before he cuts himself, but now he is going home. He is going to his family. He is going to see his children perhaps. He is going to see his wife. He is going to see his family again. Amen. Before he had no clothes, now he is dressed. Yeah. You see the difference, you know, in just one day. In just one day. How the Lord, um, you know, uh, displayed his power yeah. in this man. Yeah. And again, um, this is the experience of a sinner. This is an experience of a person who was in deep, deep sin. But again, for every converted man and woman that had been saved by the Lord Jesus Christ, the salvation that we have experienced from the Lord is, is still, you know, is a miracle. Because our salvation is not natural. My salvation is not natural. Your salvation is not natural. The one that saved us is not a person that shares the gospel to us. The one that saved us is the Holy Spirit of God yeah. that yeah. performed that yeah. supernatural power yeah. of the Spirit in order to make us saved. Yeah. That is why do not belittle your salvation. Do not belittle your, your Christian life because we are all sinners saved by grace. Yeah. Only by the grace of God that we are saved. No one is better than the other. Yep. All of us are the same. Only that, upon our salvation, each one of us has a level of commitment. Yep. And has a level of faithfulness. But each one of us can be faithful to God. Yep. Each one of us. Right. Each one of us can give our lives to yep. God. Yep. Now in conclusion, we get this from verses number 18 and verse number 19. Mark chapter 5. The Lord Jesus Christ transform your life by the power of Christ. But I hope that it is true to you that you are transformed. You are, you are now saved. But in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 18, And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. My friend, it is natural for us. The moment we get saved, it is natural for us to serve the Lord. Lord, I want to serve you. I want to come, Lord. I want to be with you. I want to, do, I want to live the rest of my life for you. It is common. 
because of the joy of our salvation, we are overwhelmed in our emotions and some people will cry in their salvation with joy. Some people will really regret why they have not known Christ way before. Some people, they have, they have this, this strong commitment that from now on, Lord, I will give my life to you and I will face that, um, the, the difficulties if, if, if that is to come and, and I give my life to you. All of us will give all sorts of commitment. But I will tell you, my friend, that this man also had the same, the same passion in his heart. That now that God had saved him, now that Jesus Christ gave him chance, he wanted to live his life, the, re the remainder of his life for the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Lord said no. The Lord said no. He said to him, now that you are saved, now that you are clean, now that you are well, I want you to proclaim the goodness Amen. of God to your family. Amen. Go home. My friend, this will tell us that when you are saved, you must put deep within your heart the salvation of your brothers and sisters also. The salvation of your family. Do not be content that now you are saved, it's all well, but my friend, if you have loved ones that are not saved, it must be in your heart a desire for them to be saved also. You see, it was really natural what he said to the Lord, but the Lord said, you have your family also. That is the promise of God all over the scripture. Amen. When the Philippian jailer was in trouble, when the, all the bonds were, uh, were loose and all the shackles are shattered and all the prisoners are now loose. They can go anytime and, and, and be free. And Philippian jailer, knowing what has happened after that great earthquake, he, he draw his sword and he was supposed to commit suicide. He wants to kill himself because he could not survive with this. The Roman Empire will put him to death and including his family. So he would rather die so that his family will be spared. So that was his plan. Because one prisoner is one life for the jailer. Now there's a lot of prisoners, so he wants to commit suicide. But before he did that, before he did that, Paul, Apostle Paul saw him and he said to him, don't do it. Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. And then this man came trembling in Acts chapter 16, verse number 31. This man came trembling. And said to these people, Paul and Silas, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And he said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, Amen. and thy house. Yep. Amen. The Lord is interested to save you, my friend. Yep. But the Lord also is interested to save your family. Yep. Right. Right. Salvation is for all. Yep. All that will come to the, yep. to the Lord Jesus Christ. Whosoever shall call, Romans yeah, 10, 13. Right. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. My friend, God loves you 
and God wants you to be saved if you are not saved yet, and God wants you to serve Him if you are saved now. You are saved to serve, and you have to serve the Lord Jesus Christ because there are still a lot of souls that need salvation. You might be the person that God will use for the salvation of your loved ones. You might be that person, but all you need to do is, you know, come to the Lord and serve Him. And serve Him faithfully. He said, go home to your family. Tell them what God, what great things God has done for you. And once, once, you have, once you have proclaimed that to your loved ones, and see the power of God that will work in the hearts of your loved ones. And that they also will be saved. What a blessing that our God is interested in our salvation and Amen. also interested in the salvation of our loved ones. Amen. He loves the souls of men. Do you love the souls of men? Yeah. Because that is the heart of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, if you love the souls of men, you have the heart of Jesus Christ in your heart. And what a blessing it is that our heart is the same with the Lord Jesus. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. And we see, Lord, the great power that you have um, showed and demonstrated in the life of this disparate person. Lord, this person has no power of, of his own. And Lord, this person has been, has been um, um, discarded by his family and the society and the relatives and friends. Lord, no one cared about this person, the person the demon possessed in gatherings. Lord, but we see, O oh God, your grace. We see, O oh Lord, how, how faithful you are, O oh God, to this person. And what a blessing it is, O oh God, the response of the person. He wants to serve you. He wants to come to you, Lord. He wants to, he wants to offer his life to you. But amazing, Lord, how you are still thinking about the, the loved ones of this person. You are still thinking about the salvation of the people around this person. And Lord, that is um, your heart now being revealed to us that um, once we get saved, that we will not only think about ourselves, but we need also to think about the salvation of our loved ones. And Lord, please put that in our heart. Lord, uh, allow it to be implanted in our heart that our salvation is, is uh, indeed a great blessing, but this salvation is not just for us, but this salvation is also for others. And I pray, O oh God, that we pick up the, the message this morning, that, Lord, we are the more faithful to you, so that, Lord, we can be used, O oh God, for the salvation of others. Bless, Lord, these people, and bless, O oh God, um, uh, these individuals that have come to Christ and for those people, Lord, who have committed their lives to you, I bless them, O oh God, and help them in their commitment. Help them, Lord, uh, how to live their life um, that is acceptable before your eyes. And bless, O oh God, for all the people here this morning, and for even those people, Lord, who seek to, 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 to be saved in your name. And I commit to you, Lord, every individual uh, that is, um, Lord, um, giving their commitment to you. And bless them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's sing that final hymn.